Hello, parents, guardians, and caregivers. I'd like to take a moment before the podcast to thank you for choosing me, Raggedy Auntie, to be your child's reader for the next half hour or so. You can find the list of stories and songs in the show notes on your platform of choice, as well as a link to all things Raggedy Auntie. Today's news is there is a new book by two of my sweet friends, Cody and Cameron Gockel, called The Adventures of Banana Man. It is a wonderful, hilarious story that's available on Amazon Kindle and paperback right now. There's a link to purchase in my link tree, and keep your eyes peeled on Instagram for a live reading. This podcast can only happen with the generous support of our patrons and friends, so thank you for all you do to support Raggedy Auntie Reads. Thanks for listening, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my sweet friend. Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to the Book Nook. I have one of my sweet friends here with me. Would you like to say hello? Hello, guys. I'm Raggedy Auntie, and this is one of my sweet friends, and we are going to introduce you to our Thanksgiving episode. What is Thanksgiving? Um, it's the place where you eat all kinds of turkeys. You eat all kinds of turkeys, and you say what? Um... Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Do you know what it means to be thankful? Um, no. Okay, well, I'll tell you. How about that? Mm-hmm. To be thankful for things is to appreciate the things that we have. So I am thankful for you and the rest of my sweet friends who listen to my podcast and watch my videos and who say, hello, Raggedy Auntie, when I show up. What's something that you're thankful for? I'm thankful for... God. That is an amazing thing to be thankful for. Well, I am thankful for my other new friend who just came in. Would you like to say hello? Yeah. Okay. Well, we are going to read some stories and <gasps> sing some songs. And we're going to point out the cat that just joined us in the book nook. I traveled to my friend's house and I'm in their book nook today. And I am just going to kick it off with a song. How about that? This is a song called Land of the Silver Birch. And it is a song that belongs to the indigenous cultures of Canada, most likely East Canada. And we sing it at Thanksgiving as a way to remember our homelands. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Land of the Silver Birch, home of the beaver, my heart cries out for thee. Hills of the north, blue lake and rocky shore. I will return once more. Boom diddy yada, boom diddy yada, boom diddy yada ya. High on a rocky ledge, I'll build my wigwam close to the water's edge, silent and still.
side. Dip, dip, and swing. Dip, dip, and swing her back. Flashing with silver. Follow the wild goose flight. Dip, dip, and swing. Dip, dip, and swing. Dip, dip, and swing. Do you ever go visit people? Yeah. Do you drive and drive and drive? Yeah. Have you ever taken a train? Yeah. Well, our next story is about a family yeah. that takes a train to see their grandma and grandpa for Thanksgiving. You want to read it with me? Yeah. All right. The Visit by Maud Lindsay. Early one morning, Grandmother Gray got up opened the windows and doors of the farmhouse, and soon everybody on the place was stirring. The cook hurried breakfast, and no sooner was it over than Grandfather Gray went out to the barn and hitched the two horses to the wagon. Get up, Robin and Dobbin, he said as he drove through the big gate. If you knew who were coming back in this wagon, you would not be stepping so slowly. The old horses pricked up their ears when they heard this and trotted away as fast as they could down the country road until they came to town. Just as they got to the railway station, the train came whizzing in. All off, cried the conductor as the train stopped, and out came a group of children who were, every one of them, grandfather and grandmother Gray's grandchildren. They had come to spend Thanksgiving Day on the farm. There was John, who was named for grandfather and looked just like him, and the twins, Teddy and Pat, who looked like nobody but each other. Their papa was grandfather's oldest son. Then there was Louisa, who had a baby sister at home, and then Mary Virginia Martin, who was her mama's only child. I tell you, said grandfather as he helped them into the wagon, your grandmother will be glad to see you. And so she was. She was watching at the window for them when they drove up, and when the children spied her, they could scarcely wait for Grandfather to stop the wagon before they scrambled out. Oh, dear me, dear me, said Grandmother, as they all tried to kiss her at the same time. How you have grown! I'm in the first grade, said John, hugging her with all his might. So am I, cried Louisa. We're gonna be, chimed in the twins, and then they all talked at once till Grandmother could not hear herself speak. Then, after they told her about their mamas and papas and homes and cats and dogs, they wanted to go and say, how do you do, to everything on the place. Take care of yourselves, called Grandmother, for I don't want to send any broken bones home to your mothers. I can take care of myself, said John. So can we, said the rest, and off they ran. First, they went to the kitchen, where Maria was getting ready to cook the Thanksgiving dinner, then out to the barnyard, where there were two new red calves and five little puppies belonging to Juno, the dog, for them to see. Then they climbed the barnyard fence and made haste to the pasture, where Grandfather kept his wooly sheep. Ma said the sheep when they saw the children, but then they always said that no matter what happened. There were cows in this pasture too, and Mary Virginia was afraid of them, even though she knew that they were the mothers of the calves she had seen in the barnyard. Silly Mary Virginia, said John, and Mary Virginia began to cry. Oh, don't cry, said Louisa. Let's go to the hickory nut tree. 
This pleased them all, and they hurried off. But on the way, they came to the big shed where Grandfather kept his plows and reaper and threshing machine and all his garden tools. The shed had a long, wide roof, and there was a ladder leaning against it. When John saw that, he thought he must go up on the roof. And then, of course, the twins went too. Then Louisa and Mary Virginia wanted to go, and although John insisted that girls could not climb, they managed to scramble up the ladder to where the boys were. And there they all sat in a row on the roof. Grandmother doesn't know how well we can take care of ourselves, said John. But I'm such a big boy that I can do anything. I can ride a bicycle and go on errands. So can I, said Louisa. We can ride on the trolley, cried the twins. Mama and I go anywhere by ourselves, said Mary Virginia. Mrrr, said something down below. And when they looked, there was one of the cows rubbing her head against the ladder. Don't be afraid, Mary Virginia, said Louisa. Cows can't climb ladders. Don't be afraid, Mary Virginia, said John. I'll drive her away. So he kicked his feet against the shed roof and called, Go away, go away. The twins kicked their feet too and called, Go away, go away. And somebody, I don't know who, kicked the ladder and it fell down and lay in the dry grass. And the cow walked peacefully on thinking about her little calf. Oh, there now, exclaimed Louisa. How shall we ever get down? Oh, that's nothing, said John. All I'll have to do is stand up on the roof and call Grandfather. Just watch me do it. So he stood up and called, Grandfather, Grandfather, until he was tired. But no Grandfather answered. Then the twins called, Grandfather, Grandmother? Meh, said the sheep, as if beginning to think that somebody ought to answer all that calling. Then they all called together, Grandfather, 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 Grandfather. When nobody heard that, they began to feel frightened and lonely. I want to go home to my mother. I wish I hadn't come, wailed Mary Virginia. It's Thanksgiving dinner time, too, said John. And there's turkey for dinner, for I saw it in the oven. Pie, too, said Louisa. Dear, dear, cried the twins. And then they all called together once more, but this time was such a weak little cry that not even the sheep heard it. The sun grew warmer and the shadows straighter as they sat there, and Grandmother's house seemed miles away when John stood up to look at it. Oh, they've eaten dinner by this time, I know, he said as he sat down again, and Grandfather and Grandmother have forgotten all about us. But Grandfather and Grandmother had not forgotten them, for just about then Grandmother was saying to Grandfather, you had better see where the children are, for Thanksgiving dinner will soon be ready, and I know that they are hungry. So Grandfather went out to look for them. He did not find them in the kitchen, nor the barnyard. So he called, Johnny, Johnny, and when nobody answered, he made haste to the pasture. The children saw him coming, and long before he'd reached the gate, they began to call with all their might. This time, Grandfather answered, I'm coming, and I cannot tell you how glad they were. In another minute, he had set the ladder up again, and they'd all come down. Mary Virginia came first because she was the youngest girl, and John came last because he was the biggest boy. Grandfather put his arms around each one as he helped them down and carried Mary Virginia home on his back. Then they got to the house, and dinner was just ready. 
The turkey was brown, the potatoes were sweet, the sauce was so spicy, the biscuits were beet, the great pumpkin pie was as yellow as gold, and the apples were red as the roses, I'm told. It was such a good dinner that I had to tell you about it in rhyme, and I'm sure you'll agree with the children and me that there's never a visit so pleasant to pay as a visit to Grandma on Thanksgiving Day. This next song is another song from the indigenous peoples of America. This time it's one from the Lakota and it's in Lakota language. Some people call them the Sioux and they live all over the plains of the United States. This month is also Indigenous Peoples Month or Native Americans Month. And this is a time for us to celebrate the culture of Native Americans and celebrate their contributions to what makes the United States amazing. It wasn't always the case, but we can change things, can't we? And I'm very thankful that we are part of the group that gets to remember and celebrate Native American cultures. I love to cooperate and learn from all different people. So I learned this song a long time ago, and we all sing it a lot. And with the words that you will hear are words like pilamaye, which means thank you, and tunkashila, which means God. We also say wopila, which means thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and nikunjikum means grandmothers. So everybody is joining together and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you to God for all of the different things that we have and that we can do for our bodies, for our breath, and so many things. So while we sing it, think about things that you're thankful for. One, two, three. Hey, ah, hey, hey, Hey ya hey ni kunchiku Hey ya hey pilamaye Hey ya hey tunkashila Hey ya hey wopila Hey ya hey kunchiku Hey ya hey pilamaye Are you ready for another story? How about one about food? Yeah. About food that comes alive? Yeah. Yeah? Do you want one about soup or about gingerbread? Gingerbread. How about the gingerbread boy? Yeah. Okay. The Gingerbread Boy, a traditional story recorded by Maud Summers and adapted by me, Raggedy Auntie. A little old man and a little old woman lived together in a little old house. The little old house was near a deep wood. One morning, the little old woman was baking gingerbread cookies. She cut out some round gingerbread cookies. She cut out some triangle gingerbread cookies. And she cut out some star gingerbread cookies. Then she said to the little old man, See, I've cut out a cookie to look just like a little boy. Then she put the gingerbread boy in the oven to bake. Not long after, the little old woman went to the oven to look at that cookie. Out jumped the gingerbread boy. Away he ran as fast as he could go. The little old woman and the little old man ran right after him, but they just couldn't catch him. 
the gingerbread boy ran on and on. At last, he came to a barn full of threshers. The threshers were working very hard to separate all the bits of wheat and had worked up quite a hunger. But as that gingerbread boy went past the barn door, he sang, I've run away from a little old woman, a little old man, and I can run away from you. I can, I can, I can, I can run away from you. I can. Behind him, the little old woman and the little old man were on the chase, but they just couldn't catch him. Then the threshers began to run, too, behind the little old man and the little old woman. The gingerbread boy ran on and on. Soon he came to a field full of mowers. They looked up and saw the gingerbread boy making a mess of all the grass clippings and began to yell at him to stop it. But as he passed through the field, the gingerbread boy sang out, I've run away from a little old woman, a little old man, a barn full of threshers, and I can run away from you. I can, I can, I can, I can run away from you. I can. Then the mowers ran after him, just behind the threshers, the little old woman and the little old man, but not one of them could catch him. The gingerbread boy ran on and on till he came to a cow. Now, the cow didn't much mind seeing a cookie running through her pasture. She didn't mind the little old woman, and she didn't mind the little old man, and she didn't even mind the threshers and the mowers, who were all chasing behind that gingerbread boy. But she did mind being teased. So when he called out to the cow, I've run away from a little old woman, a little old man, a barn full of threshers, a field full of mowers, and I can run away from you. I can, I can, I can, I can run away from you. I can. That annoyed that cow and she ran after him. But she couldn't catch him, so she joined the very large group trying to catch that gingerbread boy. The gingerbread boy ran on and on. Soon, he met a duck who was just about to take off in flight. Well, all of the dust that was kicked up by the very annoyed cow, the field full of mowers, the barn full of threshers, the little old man and the little old woman began to interfere with that duck's flight plans. He began coughing and wheezing, but the gingerbread boy sang, I've run away from a little old woman, a little old man, a barn full of threshers, a field full of mowers, a cow, and I can run away from you I can I can I can I can run away from you I can well that duck was so turned around that he decided to join the chase after this gingerbread boy who's teasing and running had delayed his flight he demanded an apology yes sir the gingerbread boy ran on and on soon he met a fox and he called out, I've run away from a little old woman, a little old man, a barn full of threshers, a field full of mowers, a cow, a duck, and I can run away from you. I can, I can, I can, I can run away from you. I can. This fox, who was minding his own business, watched as the little old woman, the little old man, the threshers, the mowers, the cow, and the duck tried their hardest to catch this troublemaker. So, the fox ran after him. Now, a fox can run very fast. On and on the fox ran. He ran past the duck, who was still covered in dust. He ran past the cow, who was mooing and grumbling under her breath. 
He ran past the mowers, covered in stirred-up grass. He ran past the threshers, who were hungrier than ever. And he ran past the little old man, who was really just chasing the little old woman who was trying to catch her gingerbread boy. He ran and he ran until he caught that gingerbread boy. By that time, the day was almost done and everyone needed a rest. And wouldn't you know it, they'd made it all the way back through the fields through the deep wood and were standing in front of the little old house. So the fox handed the gingerbread boy to the little old woman and found a little spot of shade for the cow to rest. Then he brought out some of the round gingerbread cookies and the star gingerbread cookies and the triangle gingerbread cookies for the hungry threshers and offered the mowers and the ducks some water from the pump to clean up. Once everyone was fed, washed, and settled in, the old woman began to sing sweetly. You may have run away from a little old woman, a little old man, a barn full of threshers, a field full of mowers, a cow, a duck, a fox, but you can't run away from sleep, no sir, no sir, no sir. You can't run away from sleep, no sir. And by the time she was through singing, the kind fox, the clean duck, the calm cow, the comfortable mowers, the satiated threshers, the little old man, and even the gingerbread boy had drifted off to sleep. So the little old woman tucked them all in, one by one, and settled herself to sleep, still holding the gingerbread boy. In the United States, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and that's why we've been talking about being thankful. But no matter where you live, and no matter what you celebrate, you can be thankful for the world around you, you can be thankful for your food, you can be thankful for books. I certainly am thankful for books. There's lots of things to be thankful for, and this next song is one that I wrote to help us remember those things that we can be thankful for. It's in a round, and we've done a round before, but to refresh your memory, a round or a canon sometimes is when one person starts, then the next person comes in, and then the next person comes in. See if you can find out how many people are singing in this round. For the earth and for the trees, thank you, thank you, thank you. For the flowers, for the bees, thank you, thank you, thank you. For my friends and family too, thank you, thank you, thank you. For my home and for my food, thank you, thank you, thank you. For my language, for my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. For my health and for my looks, thank you, thank you, thank you. For the earth and for the trees, thank you, thank you, thank you. For the flowers, for the bees, thank you, thank you, thank you. For my friends and family too. 
for my friends and family too. For my home and for my food. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For my language, for my books. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For my health and for my looks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For the earth and for the trees. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For the flowers, for the bees. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For my friends and family too. Thank you, thank you, thank you too. For my home and for my home. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For my language, for my books. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you. For my health and for my looks. Thank you, 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 thank you. I hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving with your family, with your friends, with yourself, whoever you're going to be eating and celebrating with. If you watch parades, if you march in parades, I hope that you have beautiful weather for those parades. And I am thankful for you, my sweet friends. And until next time, stay Stay happy, happy, stay stay healthy, healthy, and keep keep reading. reading. Stay healthy, keep reading. Stay happy, stay healthy, keep reading. Until the day comes we meet again. Stay happy, stay healthy, keep reading, my friend.